0: Do you have the feeling that there's more horror on TV or more people writing horror than it used to be before? Do you think that horror is something we can all access to? Is it something that everybody understands the same way? Do you think that the Gothic has got anything to do with it? To answer these questions and a lot more, we have created, I have created, together with my friend Tuche Kutlu, a video podcast uh, divided in four parts where we talk about all these questions and a lot more. In our space, Road to recognition. This four-part podcast, video podcast, is called The Shadowy Truth Behind Modern Horror and Gothic Trends. This is Alice. You are in Gothic land. And if you want to know more, you're very welcome to watch these four-part series where you're going to have also some surprises. See you then. We are here today with Tuche talking about the shadowy truth behind modern horror and gothic trends in our space The Road to Self Recognition in Alice in Gothic Land. I mean, this is like a mouthful, but <laughs> here we go. So we've been talking about if we think there's been like an increase of um, exposure and watching horror and video films in part one. Part two, we talked about the schools. We think, how how do you teach this? How do you teach horror? How difficult that was or how difficult that is uh, nowadays. And in this part uh, three, I want to talk about what does the level of interest and consumption of horror, also in video games, tell us about the society we are living in nowadays. And you mentioned that before. You mentioned that people come to class, maybe playing more video games than not being exposed to books and so what does that tell you what is your perception as a society are you worried about what's happening or do you think oh well we're just adapting and horror is shifting is changing is mutating but it's not going to go anywhere
1: exactly um i'm i'm thinking like the second uh the, the latter so because like as i said horror starts very early on in the mm-hmm. form of you know people gathering around the fire telling stories about you know ghosts and monsters and you know all the things that go bump in the night so uh it started there from you know oral stories mm-hmm. from there to literature and then, to films, and now t v shows and video games and it's really important because these these are different mediums these are different media so uh I mean, I'm not completely a video game person, but my brother is, and he mm-hmm. always plays horror video games and and I know that uh because of him, I know that there there are more and more horror horror video games are being produced these yeah. days. And they are, some of them I actually watched the trailers for. And the production value of those things are spectacular. It's yeah. unbelievable. And it's a lot of money that basically went into that. You can see that. Yeah. And so I was really interested and I... At one point, I think I thought like maybe I could play as well. Like, why wouldn't I? <laughs> but then I realized that I have no time. <laughs> so, uh, so I just uh, gave up that dream. And maybe after after the PhD, I will do some more <laughs> video game playing. But not not exactly now because I really don't have the time. But uh, I I love that uh, you know people of all ages are playing horror video games because uh, it's kind of uh, I think it's kind of like gateway to horror films because you're Hmm. kind of getting into that groove, getting into that horror vibe and then you're playing these horror games uh, and you're enjoying yourself. Maybe you're scared but then you're also excited and you maybe win the game and you kind of, uh, as I said before, you go through catharsis yeah. and you feel, you feel better about yourself and you, you feel like you survived something. And that's important as a child because I remember that one of the first, not one of the actually, the first video game that I bought when I was, uh, I was 12, my brother was eight, and the video game was the Blair Witch Project. So uh, (laughs) it was it was our first computer, so it was basically this old uh, white uh, kind of like desktop computer and then we started this game, I think at that at that time it seemed Really good, like graphics seemed good, but i I believe that if he played it now, it's probably shitty, and uh it just it just isn't scary, but then it was yeah. so scary it was so scary, basically we would just like we would hug each other and play like this, so uh it was the funniest of things, and uh, so my parents of it took a little bit. Uh, for my parents to realize that we bought a horror game, uh, and then we were <laughs> just like scared shitless, so um, they realized it and they com- confiscated it. They <laughs> they took it away from us because we were too scared. And yeah, it was uh, it was but it was fun times, you know, exciting times. Yeah, it kind of get us got us into the groove that is, you know, horror. That, that horror life. And uh, it was fun to to do that. And it also helps you build bonds, you know. Sure, it, it sure. Build my sibling bond with my brother. Yeah. But if, if you play with a friend or play with a stranger, it can build a bond between you. And that's also important uh, as a kind of like uh, making a society. And making kind of a community of horror community, and horror is one of the most inclusive communities of like mm-hmm. all all genres so um yeah it's, it's I think uh as a society, we are kind of trying to find meaning uh in the difficult times that we are leading, sure. so horror games. I think, is kind of uh, it's kind of like the not not the reason, but it shows us, they show us that um, there is meaning to all those things that are happening. And the meaning behind that is that if we survive this, we can survive anything as a society. And horror always tells us that we can survive. We can survive, yeah. and um, yeah. So I I find it really important that these kinds of messages are being delivered by films or video games. It doesn't matter. Uh, the The thing that matters is that we understand the message as a society. That we understand yeah. that we can survive. We can go on.
0: Yeah, no, you're so right. You 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 explain these about your brother and. And you took me back in time and also i have a sister hmm. but we are like 11 years apart so oh. and she's the gamer i don't play basically my <laughs> first computer was Man, <laughs> you know <laughs> and it was kind of ancient you know but no i um she she still is a gamer and in fact yeah. she she you know she she has a um a chronic illness that that has kept her at home for many years and not socializing physically with people and thanks through and to this the computer gaming in groups, she's yeah. now in discord and she plays with her friends in Madrid and you know we live in Barcelona right. she's so she's been able to be sane and overcome the monster of the illness that she had this is getting over now uh because of video games but also when we were younger and she started playing and the first video games i remember were well there was a the fighting ones, but the horror one was resident evil that was the one that then turned into a film and when it became a film i thought this is insane
1: yeah it's
0: not the other way around you know it used to be the film and then the game, and then exactly. this changed the game again. It was it was a game changer. And I thought that mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of videos I think talking about Re- Resident Evil precisely because it, it changed something in in people's minds and in their habits and everything. And she was yes. so much into this game <laughs> that <laughs> I didn't play, but I, I sat down and I used to watch a play. I was like a voyeur, yeah, you know, which is like watching a play and. And I got excited with her. I was like, just be careful, just do that. And she was doing everything, but you know, like watching a film. And I remember she was so obsessed with this to so to our point that we weren't even worried. My mom was like really, really worried about it. That yeah. she was picking up plants in the street. She went, Oh, yeah, I'm gonna pick a plant to eat it. Because she, <laughs> she, was, she was so much in the game for so long.
1: Oh my and, god.
0: And then it it helped us bond that and then there was another game dracula that you had to decipher Mm. it was like a quest and it was really a beautiful game as you said again images and this a storyline and and then you have to decipher these quizzes and these puzzles and and then we helped each other because oh do you know the answer of that yes i do and yeah i've done something in the video game yeah bonding time Exactly. And I thought that we were actually very close. And and I have memories of my sister, really good memories. And they go back to the video games. And now as an adult, she shares her list with my son. So nephew (laughs) and auntie are sharing. Oh, my God, beautiful. video game is fantastic, and he's learning about these video games. He was fed above uh, Fortnite, and now he's into Hollow Knight, and he's into other games that are really gothic. Some of them are a bit dark. And he finds that sometimes his friends in the school are not in the same league because he's, like, somewhere else, which can actually create a, a gap with the friends. So that's the downside if they're not playing the same thing. But it's funny
1: how horror can show itself in different forms, yeah, it does it does and get people I mean,
0: together,
1: yeah, it gets people together, and I think it's really wonderful, and as you said as you said before um before it was film and then video game, but now it's like video game, film. And it happened for Resident Evil, it happened for Silent Hill, it happened for The Last of Us now. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, a lot of uh, horror games are being turned into, you know, films and TV shows, and that goes on to show how successful they are, that people want to play them, but also want to see them on screen, like watch them, watch something they have played before. So that's yeah. uh, that's a really interesting phenomena I think and um these all these horror uh horror kind of like video games are gaining momentum in different media as well uh yeah. the the success of the last of us basically shows us that and um yeah I think video games this is the easiest way to kind of find that teenager Hmm. kind of community because you know video games are generally not always but generally are played uh, being played by teenagers and maybe even younger people uh, and they are really into that i know that because one of my cousins is like 17 and he's been playing video games like since forever, I mean, since I've known him. So uh, basically he just came out of the womb with video game joysticks or something like that. I feel like that. And he's, he's brilliant, he's like really brilliant and he loves his video games. And I wasn't really sure like what kind of uh, impact video games had on him. Yeah. Uh, so that ha- something happened this summer we were together and I know that he plays um, car games, you know, such as Need for Speed, uh, Formula One, and uh, he plays them all the time. But I didn't know what that meant. So we went basically to uh, we go karting and he just destroyed me. <laughs> I have a driving license. He doesn't. He's like 16. And <laughs> he just destroyed me with the car. And I realized that these games wow. have something in the real world as well. Like they sure. they help us. Uh they help us you learn stuff in real yeah. life. So uh that was really interesting. So I I think that horror games can help us in that way as well. Yeah. Because if they help us survive things, they help yeah. us cope with things. So maybe in video game, but also
0: in real life they can help yeah why not no not so true because as as we were saying there are some video games that they have storylines and going back to resident evil because it's the one that that i i know more uh, Mm -hmm. you know it's all about a virus and what have we been going through we've been going through a virus and there are many viruses out there and there's been many pandemics out there and it all starts in the laboratory and it's all something going wrong and it's political and it's money and it's so close to our reality that I thought this is no game at the time I was already suspicious. This is not really game. Yeah. This is a warning. This is futuristic. This is telling us yeah. this can happen. What would you do? And the fact that there might be people there or that there are people there creating bunkers, mm-hmm. it tells yeah. us that in cases a zombie apocalypse, there might not be a zombie apocalypse but there might be an apocalypse of some kind of toxicity there in the air or something that we yeah climate change exactly something that can turn us into a different person because uh, it affects our cognition and then we we cease to be reasonable and god knows you know we can start here now Mm. maybe going a bit of the be a bit too too not realistic but um these things make us wonder and to be ready for things but also might make us uh if at some point we become all these people become future scientists to be careful with what yeah. they do it could also work the other so, way no it's like start playing god and be more careful than what you are but at the at the moment that we're playing with all these things um sometimes yeah we we just to the devil and we're human beings always experimenting and always wanting to know more about the existence and about how to dominate the world and nature but so does it does it kind of worry you i mean you were saying that you were maybe worried about your nephew being too exposed but does it does it worry you or should people be worried about You know, I've got contacts that say, oof, Netflix, there's a lot of horror production, that's no good. Mm -hmm. Is that something that scares you, or is for you more like a sign of the times we're living in? Yeah, I think it's more of, uh,
1: more the sign of the times, because, um, I mean, before... Platforms and video games, there were films and there were novels, there were always things that would uh, agitate people. Yeah. And uh, so, this is nothing new, just the medium is new. Like, mm-hmm. platform is new, for example, a like video game is new. So, um, I don't think that uh, in the long run it's too dangerous um, because uh, there's still, you know, parents control what we gain access to what children gain access to and there are a lot of you know parental controls on computers and all that you can also control who's watching what so i don't think we should be worrying about it too much i mean horror uh has always been around and will always be around so there's nothing to be afraid of
0: no it's just probably now it's better in a way to be aware of it and to know more about it because it helps us also know more about ourselves which at the end is bringing light in the darkness in darkness isn't it so
1: yeah we can't run away from horror forever
0: no just like we can't
1: run away from our fears
0: forever exactly we will be neglecting a part of us and then we will be on balance yeah absolutely so no worries people Uh, horror is good as like everything in in the right measure and it can help us bonding i mean the message the final message for this part three really is it can be a bonding activity as we saw in the in this little slide let's bring back the the little slide the where <laughs> with the siblings playing exactly. Yeah, that's so, me. That's me and my brother. Basically. Exactly. <laughs> you see, I had my telepathy working there. Exactly. So,
1: you did. <laughs>
0: it's 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 like that. isn't interesting. It helps us bond. It yeah. helps us. If you are worried or you fear something at that time, you've got your 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 sister, your brother there to actually yeah. give you a hug. So exactly. it's this is us.
1: Uh, this is us playing the Blair Witch.
0: <laughs> Blair, my goodness. Yeah, you're looking like, oh, what's going <laughs> <laughs> to come next?
1: What's, what's going to come next?
0: What's going to come next? Not so, the witch. Please, not the witch. Not the witch. <laughs> <laughs> so fantastic. So this is, um, we've covered now question three. And for those who haven't seen it, we have part one and two. And if you want to follow Tucha, please do on Twitter. She's there. Uh, is rtkutlu88 and also you can find an Instagram is t uh, underscore k 88 k- u- l- and of course as always if you found this video useful you found it enlightening you've learned some things you think you can share it with anybody as well please support us we have a coffee page it also is on my page, but it will be shared with Tuche if you donate. And it's Alice Gothic Land 1402. And for those who are enjoying these um these talks and they're enjoying this presentation today, we are also thinking of going beyond in the summer and give you the chance to come talk to us and have a look at these fantastic um Seminars that we're preparing. So, coming soon, we have the Shadow with Truth behind modern horror and gothic trends, where we're going to be talking about these episodes, but more extended, these parts. So, if you want to know more about horror, the gothic in modern times, a little bit of the origins, uh, why we're we consuming so much horror, and what is the psychology behind it, what can that tell us about ourselves and our shadows and fears. And, you know, looking into the last 50 years, what's been happening as well. And because there, there are studies, but um, there's not, uh, like, one of the most recent studies uh, we have here, like teaching the Gothic that I've not mentioned before. This is um, not just for the Gothic, we can also use it for uh, horror. But uh, you might have to tell us, to check if I'm right or wrong, if there are any more books like this in the market, nowadays because these pretty much covers up to the last 10 years maybe just before the pandemic and i think there are going to be or they're going to be or there will be in the future newer productions to consider what's happening in horror and in the gothic Mm -hmm. in these last recent years and i think in a way this is what i would like or we would like to cover with people if they come to the seminar as well just these Observation: something that's not there in the market that you're not going to find anywhere because it's all in process. So we are going to be your mentors and uh, you'll have access to us to ask us questions directly. This is the waiting list. So when you come and you sign up with your first name, last name, we'll be in contact and we'll tell you more about um, this program if, you, if you're if you interested in it. And um, thank you again to Che. So we're going to be rooting on you. to part four in the last part and yes so I'll see you in next part and see you see you in a moment bye